and welcome. This is the I Don't Have a Life podcast. It's episode 8 or 9 or 10 or something. Um, that song represents kind of how I'm feeling right now. I'm starting to uh, get really frustrated and thinking that uh, fantasy football is the worst thing that is uh, in the world. And I'm starting to lose it. Indeed. <clears throat> but in all reality, welcome back. It is another week here. We're more than halfway through as we approach week number nine. And it is by Mageddon. So uh, looking at some of these teams, there are a lot of teams on by. So we will get to those matchups, what teams should do. Today is going to be our annual, hey, puppet master Alex, why don't you tell us how to make some trades with each other? And we're going to look at some weaknesses and propose some trades because that's what I like to do. And I've done it too much this year for sure. And I think other people need to trade so they can make me feel better for some of the trades. Although my trades haven't worked out as badly as perhaps I'm leading you on. Um, And I also wanted to take a look at the predictions from last week. See how they ended up. And see how close they were. I know I was wrong about mine and Justin's, although, I don't know, man. It's just fantasy football, man. It's just so unpredictable. And I hate to make excuses for it, but it just doesn't make any sense ever. (laughs) uh, So, I don't know. I try my best, and that's all I can hope for. I currently lead the league in points against by more than 100. Um, So, I guess I just, at this point, I'm kind of just shaking my head and <clears throat> hoping that the best things happen, I guess. Okay, so anyway, last week, the predicted winners were Ernie, Dean, Casey, myself, and Jason Noah. And let's see if those guys were able to uh, fulfill the projections a little bit. So I already forgot. I, to be honest, I've had a glass of uh, wine tonight so I was watching that exciting Thursday night game. I think the only way to make that game watchable was by drinking, and so I chose to do so. Although, uh, Mullins, is it Nick Mullins, I think? Wow. Uh, Tom Brady, 2.0? I don't know. But if you listen to that game, man, I don't know how many people watch that game, but Joe Buck, he's so dumb, man. He's just so dumb. He's a professional football player. It's not like this is the most magical wonderful story of all time he was the third string quarterback and he's an nfl caliber player (laughs) wow there's gonna be one fan in the stand tonight he's wearing the one jersey oh they're home watching this game and nobody knows who nick mullins is go fuck yourself joe buck god damn man he's a professional football player just because you have no talent whatsoever doesn't mean that there isn't loads of talented people out there and they're playing the raiders the raiders are so fucking bad it's unbelievable john gruden has completely ruined that team as i predicted earlier in the season on this very podcast that he would ruin that team faster than you could blink uh he's done so although having all those first round picks does make it nice but anyway all right so last week uh dean was projected to beat charles and in fact he did beat charles 143 to 140 so that was one correct answer that's pretty cool um, I was also predicted to have Jason upset Javi. That did not happen. That's going to be in the L column. It was projected that Ernie would beat Jason. That was not too difficult. And it was projected that Casey would indeed beat Richard, which it did predict that. So 
The one, the two big misses were Jason Noah's team beating Javi's team. And again, it's hard to predict because none of these rankings took quarterbacks into consideration as well as anybody past the 50 mark. And Javi's team is pretty deep after his studs anyway. So that that's explainable there. I still am looking for a better system to project the wins. Because Yahoo's system sure doesn't predict them very well. I mean, Justin does have, have more points, but he was out Ezekiel Elliott. But God damn, James Conner, man. <laughs> he was worth Zeke Elliott and others too. So um, it, I mean, it's pretty predictable, uh, pretty strong predictive thing. If you're going to get three out of five every time, that's a, you know, that's pretty strong predictions. We'll see what they do this week with the predictions. And I think that'll give us a set of data as well. But what I want to spend most of the time is trades. Okay, everybody has a weakness. There's just no way around it. In a 10-team league with the benches as deep as we have, nobody has a perfect team. So there's going to be places where you can improve. Even uh, everybody's favorite person, Ernie, who uh, who does lead the league in points by a substantial amount. I'm not going to lie. Ernie has 1,200 points for and 1,030 points against and 1,030 points against. And he's made a lot of moves this year. I bet if I were to ask you who has the fourth highest amount of moves in the league, you wouldn't say Ernie, but it is indeed Ernie. Um, Casey with the least amount of moves. Interesting stuff. <clears throat> no worries there. But um, we'll take a look at all these teams here to see what, what teams need to do. We're going to start with the bottom, though, because these teams are in desperate, desperate mode. Um. So let's see. Let's go over the needs, the biggest needs. And we're going to find the biggest areas of strength for these teams. And I'm going to kind of try to write these down as we go. Um, so when I look at Jason Martinez's team, I mean, two and six, seemingly out of the hunt for sure. But if Lev Bell does come back in a week or two and he can pull out an upset in the meantime, it, crazier things have happened. It's not looking good for him this week. Breda has only scored five points. Um, shout out to Dean for telling me how stupid I was for trading Matt Breda and Kiki Kuti for Sammy Watkins. I don't know if that was that stupid, Dean. I'm just saying. Breda and Kiki has, uh, you know, Kiki's done nothing. He's been hurt. Breda's always hurt. Watkins has had the big game. Granted, it was on my bench, but man, I'm starting him this week. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe he's... Eh. He's been better than those two, though, for sure. Okay, so looking at this team, he's got a strong quarterback. I would say an above-average quarterback in Matt Ryan. His receiving core is actually pretty nice. They're unreliable, but Stephon Diggs, Josh Gordon, Calvin Ridley, Demarius Thomas, who probably takes a hit with the trade, Kiki Kuti probably gets a hit with the trade as well, and David Moore, who I actually like a little bit. Uh, there's Yahoo. David Moore, three points? Really? That's what they're going to project David Moore who has scored the last three weeks, 14, 10, and 16 points. All right, cool, Yahoo. So a, a pretty average receiving core, if I do say so myself. I think Diggs is a one, and I think Gordon's a two. I think Calvin Ridley's a high upside three, so that's pretty nice there. The running backs, Ingram, Breda, that's where we definitely need to improve this team. We need to improve the running back through our wide receiver strength. At tight end, Jimmy Graham is fine. It's upgradable, but... Not by much. 
There's not too many tight ends that you can trade for. Anybody on the bench. He's got Drake on the bench, and he's got Ty Montgomery, who's useless, and Latavius Murray. So what I'm thinking is that you attack Dean with Murray. So we'll come back to Dean's team and see what he might be able to offer there. And we got to upgrade these running backs and possibly upgrade the flex. The flex with Demarius Thomas or Kenyon Drake just isn't that great. So we'll come back to him in a second and see where we can go. Um, our next team that we're going to analyze a little bit is Jason Noah's team. So big Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback. Uh, I thought he had Jameis Winston too. Where did Winston go? Did he drop Winston? He might have dropped Winston. Um, I haven't looked at the... The pickups. Let's look them up right now. Did he drop Winston? Uh, Godwin. Where is Winston? Am I crazy here? I thought that uh, he definitely had Winston. Where's Winston? Somebody's screaming at the iPod. Uh, I uh, the podcast. Hey, I have Winston. Is Winston a free agent? He is a free agent. Interesting. Anyway. I amuse myself on my own podcast, so you guys can be amused in the other times. Okay, so we're going to take a look at Jason Noah's team. He's got Big Ben Roethlisberger at quarterback. I don't love it. I think we can maybe upgrade there a little bit. He's got a, the best wide receiver perhaps in the game right now in Adam Thielen, but the other two are question marks, although with the, with the, a lot of upside. John Brown, Cortland Sutton would love those. If this was like a keeper dynasty league, I think Sutton is going to be a monster in a few years, and John Brown is only getting better and better. But right now, those aren't going to win you a lot of weeks, I don't think. So we need to upgrade the receiving position from Jason Noah, as well as the running back position. Uh, if you're starting Jordan Howard and Peyton Barber, you're not going to be winning <laughs> many games. Uh, Trey Burton's good at tight end. Uh, depth. I think we got to go with this wide receiver depth. Taylor Gabriel. Oh, and he's got Ertz on by. So he's got two decent tight ends. He's he's going to need to trade Ertz to somebody for some depth. And it's going to probably look like a one-sided deal, but he's going to have to get like two decent running backs and maybe a receiver in that trade for Ertz and throw in something else. So hoping, uh, hoping that Fournette comes back. Actually, he might not need to trade for two running backs. I think Fournette, Howard is okay for running back one and two. So we got some work to do with Jason Noah's team. Okay, moving on to Charles's team. Charles's team has a lot of depth, and he's going to have to consolidate that depth here. But Russell Wilson at quarterback, you know what? Don't love it anymore. I'd rather start Rivers most weeks. Um, I'd even rather start Rivers this week over Russell Wilson. It seems like the Seahawks are running the ball more and more. I'm looking at their game logs here, and it seems like Russell Wilson's going to give you around 17 to 18 points, and Phillip Rivers is going to give you maybe 22, 23. So I, I think Rivers is good enough. Rivers and Wilson are fine. Emmanuel Sanders, Doug Baldwin, Keenan Allen. I like Sanders. I think he gets a tick up in the trade. Baldwin's kind of pointless right now, Keenan Allen. So we could upgrade that receiver three spot. Philip Lindsay, Adrian Peterson are enough to get you by for a little while. Ebron has gone down the shitter now, so we're definitely going to need a tight end. So maybe Jason Noah and Charles can work out something. Lamar Miller has been great. David Johnson you could throw in back at the flex. Um, he's definitely got some running back strength. 
uh, because Sony Michelle's going to come back. TJ Yeldon's maybe still a thing. McCoy, startable. Lamar Miller, David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Adrian. Will I mean, at most, you can only start half of those guys, three out of six. So you got to make a move here with some of those running backs. And there's plenty of teams that need running backs. Looking at my team, I'm, I'm really happy with the way my team looks right now. I just need to stop playing guys that have huge weeks. Uh, I've given up 1,117 points. And the next closest is 1,073. And then after that, it's even lower. Like we're, we're talking base, barely over 1,000. So I got a lot of work to do <laughs> with my defense, I guess. But looking at my team, right now I got Wentz on a bye. So I got Fitzpatrick and Wentz. I'm pretty content with that. I love my receiving core when it's, health, uh, when it's on a full strength at Antonio Brown, Devontae Adams, T.Y. Hilton. Running back is where I'd probably need to upgrade. I have McCaffrey. And I have Carryon Johnson and I got Nick Chubb. And at first, you think McCaffrey. Uh, it's, he's becoming matchup dependent where he's got to play a pretty bad team to have a great day. And if he's playing a decent team, he gets stuffed. And So I got to look to trade for a, probably a better running back. Um, and Gronk at tight end, I, th I mean, I got to hold st still on, on Gronk. He's still better than... He's, just the same as everybody's tight end right now. It's like I have an average tight end because five, seven, nine, six, like that's what everybody's tight end's doing. Just not everybody's tight end has the ability to also score 25 points. So uh, not much on the bench right now. I could use some depth. Corey Davis, I'm thinking of dropping here and there. Royce Freeman is injured. Jalen Richard is just okay. Chris Godwin is a flyer. So I got some depth I, I wouldn't mind getting, but my strength definitely are my receivers. I have... Even if I were to trade T.Y. Hilton, I could still plug in Watkins at the red receiver three and be pretty content with that. And even Godwin's a fine receiver three. So I got to look to trade some of those receivers. As we move up here, we're at Justin's team. Justin's team has been hot lately. There's no doubt about it. Playing Jason Noah also looks nice. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson, that's great there. I think that's probably a strength. For Justin, as he has, uh, you know, two really solid quarterback options. DeAndre Hopkins, Tyreek Hill, Edelman, and Jeffrey are a nice receiving bunch. I wouldn't necessarily call it a strength. Like, a, I don't necessarily trust these guys to score more. <laughs> like, Edelman and Jeffrey, I don't, I mean, to have them go off for like 30 is not happening. But Hill and Hopkins definitely can. Connor and Elliott are nice. Very nice. Um... Olsen has been pretty good, and Collins at the running at the flex. You know that's definitely the easiest place. So he can he can use some um, some help at the flex position, but obviously that team's pretty solid all around. If uh, he could also use some depth on the bench, as Sproles, Bernard, Clement are all kind of pointless now, as is Marshawn Lynch. So he might he might want to get some backups, some some bench players there in fifth place. Casey. Casey's sporting right now Drew Brees and Jared Goff at the quarterback position. I don't love it. I do think that he probably should upgrade those. As weird as it sounds, I just don't love Brees' here. I've said that multiple times on this podcast. Usually, uh, Drew Brees has been great. Yeah, he's been great three times. Okay, we're in week nine. He's had three great games. 
where he scored 41 points, 44 points, and 32 points. I'm not taking that away from Drew Brees. But you can't take away the other games where he scored 6 points, 8 points, and 17 points, as well as a 16-pointer, which is just about average, probably below average. So you're hit or miss. I just don't want that. So what I would do is try to pair him with somebody else and upgrade the quarterback position. So that's definitely a need for him. Uh, at receiving, ooh, this receiving core may be the weakest in the league at Devon, uh, Devin S. Funches, <laughs> if you can get that reference, Deshaun Jackson, Amari Cooper, those are brutal. Golden Tate, Kenny Stills on the bench. He definitely needs receiving help, like desperately. So that one's got to be double underlined. At running back, though, Kamara, Carson, Mixon, Hines, and Eckler with Devontae Freeman, if he ever comes back. That's pretty nice. Not a strength, not a lot of depth. Um, and he could also probably upgrade his tight end position. I don't love this roster, to be honest. I think it's a little bit of fool's gold. And I do think he needs to make a move, but this is one of the least active owners in the league. Only five moves total on the whole year, adds and drops. I don't see him making any trades, but this is a roster that if... I mean, Amari Cooper might not be a thing at all anymore in Dallas. Deshaun Jackson, like, you can't trust him any week. Devin Funches sucks. Like those that you can't you can't do that. And Golden Tate now has kind of been pointless. He's got to make a move for a receiver. It just has to make a move. Otherwise, he's not winning a championship or or doing anything. And that's the point is to win championships, you know? Anyway, we'll see what he can do. His strengths were definitely his running backs. He's gonna I mean, honestly, I, I would trade Kamara or Mixon for receivers. Two receivers. We might have something there. Okay, we're going with Dean's team, who is in fourth place, by the way. Dean's had a pretty under-the-radar, sneaky good season. High up with points four, and he's been low with the points against. Let's take a look. I've, I didn't take a look. So he scored 1,037 uh, points. That's quite a bit. Jason Martinez said, the podcast this week is terrible, and I am recording right now. <laughs> Well, if you think it's terrible, wait till I hear uh, this one because it's going to be... Hey, this is a live text. This is live text. Let's see. What do you mean? I don't even know how to respond to that. You know what? Jason Martinez, go fuck a horse, you dickhead bitch. That's right. I meant it. And I said it. That wine, man. You have some red wine. It either puts me to sleep or it makes me very strange. Mean stupid like those types of adjectives probably would describe me anyway dean's team under the radar sneaky good he's got kirk cousins who i uh, i, I kind of like actually at the quarterback position i don't think you need to make a move there jarvis landry mike evans tyler lockett i like two out of those three receivers don't really trust lockett going forward i think lockett is a nice way to uh to upgrade there at running back Tariq colin Dion lewis Saquon Barkley, Frank Gore, Delvin Cook, if Cook ever comes back. I think he's got to upgrade his uh, running back, too, as well. So, at tight end, Jordan Reed's been pretty solid. Austin Hooper, uh, as well, is in there. Uh, Moncrief, Parker. It's a good team at the top. Like, Landry Evans, Barkley, that's and Cousins. Like, that's going to put you on top. But a championship-level team... Probably needs a better flex than Cole Beasley. And probably needs a better running back, too, than Deion Lewis slash Tariq Cohen. Like, Cohen should be the flex. 
Barkley should be the RB1, and there should be a running back RB2 there. So where does he trade from is the problem. You probably need to trade from the receiver depth. If you trust Devontae Parker or Tyler Lockett, which maybe you do, maybe you don't, maybe you trade Evans or Landry. I wouldn't mind trading Landry, but I know he loves Landry. Landry's been okay, not great. 9, 20, and 2 points the last three weeks. Nothing to write home about. But with the coaching change, there might be something there. So maybe you shop Landry. Uh, moving on, we have Richard's team. Richard has Tom Brady at quarterback. I think that's perfectly fine. Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, Tyrell Williams with Odell and A.J. Green on the bye. Can't beat those receivers. That's definitely a strength for Richard. One of the best receiving cores in the league. But Doug Martin, <laughs> Melvin Gordon, Tevin Coleman, and Wendell Smallwood. So we need another running back desperately. Tevin Coleman might not be very viable for a championship level team when you look at his uh, 14, 10, and 3 as a workhorse back the last three weeks. Don't love it. I think we can upgrade that, especially if you include Tevin Coleman and one of these receivers, perhaps. So he needs to definitely try to get that RB. Now uh, now they're laughing at one. Worst one way. Yeah, I'm making a joke. I'm recording right now. I'm recording right now. You bitches. Go fuck yourselves. I'm awfully mean with some wine right now. Okay, so, you know, Richard, your team sucks. Jason, your team sucks. I, I'm only doing this out of the goodness of my heart to make you guys feel like you're included. I Most of the time, your two teams are the most useless pieces of shit in the entire league. They're not even worth my time. And yet here I am trying to help you out. You know what I got the other day? I got a Chipper Jones crazy train bobblehead. I bet you didn't see me going in that direction after what I just said. But listen to this. It's a bobblehead. I can bobble his little head right now. And then look at what happens when you press this button. Oh my God, that's so cool. Like I get a mini erection every, every time I press that button. It's the coolest thing ever. All right, back to the show here. So anyway, yes, I, uh, I apologize for that outrage. So looking at Richard's teams, uh, he's got to get a better running back. You got to have two strong running backs if you want to win a championship. Let's take a look at Javi's team. Um, Javi, Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. You don't need to make a change there. Rodgers projected for 27 points. Holy mother. Uh, Galladay, Jones, Amendola. And Sterling Shepard, Larry Fitzgerald, Allen Robinson as a receiving core. Could use another receiver, to be honest. Don't love the receiver three that you're running out there. Kareem Hunt, Isaiah Crowell, Chris Thompson, Marlon Mack. Running backs are solid. I think running backs might be able to be used for a receiver. George Kittle has been a revelation at the tight end position. So you don't need to upgrade there at all. And you, don't, you have Engram. Oh, wow. You know what? These two tight ends, you know, you got to make a decision. Engram can probably fetch you something pretty nicely. How's Engram been doing? 12 points last week, 
three points, then he was injured with a 16-pointer in there. I think somebody probably still believes in Engram. If you believe in Engram, I would trade Kittle. You can make a killing for a Kittle. I don't think that works very well. Um, okay, so we'll see what we have to do there. Do we even need to try to help Ernie? I don't think we need to try to help Ernie, <laughs> to be honest. But Cam Newton at quarterback, Robert Woods, Michael Thomas, Juju Smith-Schuster, Todd Gurley, James Wright, Travis Kelsey. Holy fucking shit balls. He needs a better flex. Uh, why would you trade? So get the hell out of here, Ernie. You're not going to be a part of this. Okay, so we're going to have some matches made in heaven, I think, on this. So am I looking at these teams? We're going to, again, start at, the, start at the bottom here. So Jason Martinez needs running backs. There's only a few teams that have a strength. Charles and Casey. Um, Casey needs receiving help. So I think Casey and Jason are actually going to be a good match here. Okay, so as I use my puppet fingers here, I'm going to take a look at who I might want to trade on Jason Martinez's team. Okay, um, I'm gonna. You're gonna to have to trade Diggs. I'm sorry. You, you're probably not gonna love doing that, but Diggs is gonna fetch you what you need here to improve this team. So you're gonna you're gonna trade Stephon Diggs. And let's see what you can probably get from Stefan Diggs. I know you don't want to, but obviously having Diggs on your team has gotten you nowhere. So we got to do this. If Casey can get Diggs, it would be huge. What would I have to give up? Mixon for Diggs. I think that's a great trade for both teams. Maybe a little one-sided on the Diggs side. Although Mixon has been really, really good. You know what? I think that's pretty fair straight up. Diggs for Mixon. And then when we look at his team now, it would be Jared Goff, Stephon Diggs, Amari Cooper, Deshaun Jackson, Alvin Kamara, Chris Carson, Naheem Hines, Eckler. I think I like that team better with Diggs over Mixon. And then if we look back at Jason Martinez's team, now we have Matt Ryan, Josh Gordon, Calvin Ridley, Kiki Kuti, Demarius Thomas with Ingram and Joe Mixon. That's nice. That's really nice. So you two make that trade. I think that would be really nice. Okay, Jason Noah needs running backs and receivers, and he has a tight end strength. So that's Casey, again, and Charles. So you know what? I think I know they don't love to trade with each other, but if Casey, I'm sorry, Casey, if Jason Noah offers Ertz for some depth, which is really what Charles's team is, you're going to get something there. I know he loves Ertz. But Charles could really use a tight end here. So, Charles, for Zach Ertz, what would be fair? you got to give up a running back. I think Philip Lindsay is a great start. is not enough. But I would say Lindsay, Lamar Miller, still not enough for Ertz. But that's good. Lindsay, Lamar Miller, and a receiver. Um, Marvin Jones. That's a really good trade. Okay, so that was Marvin Jones, Philip Lindsay, and Lamar Miller. Three guys that Charles could live without, good players, but he could live without them, and he would add Zach Ertz to this team. So he would be looking at a Russell Wilson, Emmanuel Sanders, Doug Baldwin, Keenan Allen, and then he would be having David Johnson with uh, Sony Michelle and LaShawn McCoy as his running backs, Zach Ertz, and then they can flex out... Um, 
he can flex out one of the other, other two he doesn't pick. So, you know, McCoy, Michelle, you can go pick up a receiver. The flex is fine. You can find a flex. I love that trade for both teams, and I think that would really, really help Jason Noah's team. He's desperate for some depth. So then if we take that, it's Big Ben, Adam Thielen. Um, now he replaces his two running backs. He'd have Jordan Howard, Leonard Fournette, and Philip Lindsay. Or Lamar Miller, whoever you know, if waiting for Leonard to come back, that's really nice. And uh, who was the receiver that I said? Oh God, I love this trade, Marvin Jones. Yeah, Marvin Jones is an upgrade probably over um, Cortland Sutton right now, and it, it gives you time for, especially since Golden Tate left. Marvin Jones's value has gone up, so we're looking at. Big Ben Roethlisberger, Adam Thielen, John Brown, Marvin Jones, Jordan Howard, Philip Lindsay, uh, Philip Lindsay, and Lamar Miller with Trey Burton as your tight end. God, I like it. It's way better than having Zach Ertz there and those other two running backs. So go make that trade, guys. That's a that's a really nice looking trade. All right, uh, that helps Charles's team. So my team. I need, a, I need some running backs. I need better running backs, and I have receiver strength. So I'm going to go to uh, Javi. No. Yeah, we'll go to Javi. Well, it's so hard to do my team. So hard to do my team. If I were to go to Javi and trade my uh, – what would I have to – I would have to trade my receivers. So I'd have to trade – see, the problem is I've traded – from him to get T.Y. Hilton. So it'd have to be Devontae. And for me to trade Devontae Adams, I'd need a Kareem Hunt back and probably another Kareem Hunt for Devontae Adams. That's interesting, isn't it? I wonder if that would help both of our teams. I wonder if that would help both of our teams. I don't know if he would do that. I don't even know if I would do it. Might need to add another player on both sides to kind of even it out. So he would have then Aaron Rodgers, Kenny Galladay, Julio Jones and Devontae Adams to go with Isaiah Crowell, Marlon Mack, Chris Thompson, Kittle, Ingram. I don't know if he makes the team like super sexy, but that's it probably helps it. And meanwhile, my team would be McCaffrey, Hunt, Antonio, Sammy, T.Y. Yeah, I probably would do that. <laughs> that's a huge trade because Devontae Adams, man, he's been so freaking good i was so pumped i looked uh, i listened back to the the draft a few weeks ago and how excited i was to get Devonte adams and he has not disappointed me at all 16 33 27 he's been just as good as cream hunt that might be a good trade for both sides um what i do want to do is get javi to trade one of his tight ends to casey because he has ingram and kittle and casey needs a tight end to be honest, I don't think Jared Cook is a solution. And the other guy is uh, Uzuma, who is not reliable at all. So Javi still, if Javi doesn't want to do the trade with me, he wants a little lower end receiver. It's not going to really work with Casey. He's going to need a running back. So it might be something like Chris Carson and golden no chris carson uh, this, this isn't gonna work out too well i don't think but it might be chris carson and i want to say golden tate i want to say golden tate i it's a little unknown with him in philadelphia but if it is like a chris carson and golden tate 
uh, for Kittle or maybe not Kittle, maybe Ingram. Maybe Carson for Ingram's a good trade there. I think that might improve both because then you could do Kamara Mixon when Mixon gets back from his bye and you'd be fine. And meanwhile, I don't know what Javi can really do with Chris Carson. I don't know if he even needs him. Is Carson, would he be in the starting lineup for Javi? Because Ingram's not in the starting lineup. If you can turn Ingram into a guy that starts for you, you got something there. And I think so, to be honest. Like, Marlon Mack's great, but he's more of a flex, I think. So you would have Kareem Hunt, Marvin Mack, and Chris Carson. That's nice. You know what? Make that trade. Carson for Evan Ingram. You probably throw in somebody else, too. Like, maybe throw in Chris Thompson. I know you probably don't want to do that. Or Crowell. Maybe those one of those two. Casey, actually, Casey doesn't need running back, so that won't work. Quarterback? No, it's got to be, it'll be Ingram and Fitzgerald or something like that. So, because Ingram and Thompson for Carson's probably too much. Okay, I've been covering everybody. Richard needs running backs. And he has receiving strength. Okay, so who needs receivers? Uh, Dean. Okay, so let's take. Let's see if we can work out a trade with Dean and Richard. Okay, so Dean needs receivers, I think, pretty desperately. And to be honest, he has um, he has some running back depth. So you might need to pair Cohen and Lewis. Cohen and Lewis. No, he can't do that. Oh, he needs he really needs Dalvin Cook to come back. If Dalvin Cook comes back, then he's got running back depth. But until that point, he really doesn't. So we might have to go away from that for a second. It might be uh it might be Jason Martinez. Oh, I'm sorry, not Jason. Let's see strength here. Uh Charles. Charles might work. Casey might work. Javi. Javi might work. So Javi needs a running back. Richard has a bunch. No, Richard doesn't have has he needs a running back. Okay. <laughs> I'm confusing myself here. Okay, so let's see what Javi and Rich can do. So if Javi sends over a Mar- Marlon Mack. A Marlon Mack, who could he get from Richard's team for Marlon Mack? He could I don't think he can get any of his top top receivers. But a Marlon Mack for a Cooper Cup? Or Brandon Cooks. I like that. I think I like that a lot for both teams. Because he's got he's got probably one too many receivers here. With if you're starting Doug Martin <laughs> or Wendell Smallwood, it's just not gonna be too warm for you. <laughs> so okay, let's say I mean you take Cooper a Cup. Or Brandon Cooks. I mean, let's say let's take Cooks. I, I think Cooks is probably less valuable. I think that's a little bit more fair. So we'll do uh, we'll do Cooks for Marlon Mack. I like that trade for both. And then all of a sudden, Javi's got Julio, Kenny Galladay, and Brandon Cooks. And meanwhile, Richard is going to have AJ Green and Odell. And now he's also going to have Marlon Mack and Marlon Gore. Ooh, I like that trade a lot. Oh my gosh, I am amazing at trading with other people's teams. Uh, go make those trades, guys. They will really, really help out. So this was kind of a weird episode. I was, I'm tr- I tried to hit everybody's team, and when I do things like that, when I try to hit everybody's team, it's going to be boring at certain parts. I totally get that. 
Um, but hopefully you enjoyed this episode a little bit. I, I, I like predicting uh, some trades here. Anyway, um, before I go, I do want to see if these predictions will work for this week. Okay, so um, according to this, I, um, I have one guy on by, but it's still plenty to beat fat because uh, does he have any guys on by? Oh yes, it's Jacksonville defense on by. That's so nice. So I'm still. I, I mean, I'm projected to beat. Uh, let me week one, week one, week one, week one, week one. Okay, I'm projected to beat Jason Martinez, which I don't think is too crazy to predict. As right now, I'm projected to win 143 to 110. So I think. Uh, I think I would predict that regardless. Let's look at the rest of the league here. We have. Dean versus Richard. Richard had a whopping six points from his RB2 in Doug Martin. Um, notable people on by. I'm sure we're going to have a lot of people on by. So Saquon Barkley is on by for Dean. That's a 50-pointer. That's a huge, huge guy to have on by. But Odell and AJ Green are also huge. That's 60 points. So that would still leave... Him winning. Anybody else on by? Nobody else on by. So that does leave Richard as the favorite. So we'll give Richard the go ahead there. And he is projected to win 119 to 111. And according to my projections, he is still, even though he has his two big guys on by, he's still able to squeak by Dean this week, mainly because Saquon Barkley just completely annihilates Dean's team this week, not having him. So um, there's your prediction, uh, prediction there. Then we have Javi versus Charles. So in a normal week, Javi is projected to lose to Charles. And this week, there is David Johnson on by, who is Charles's best player. That would actually swing the favor in Javi. Um, that's the only main guy on a buy for as, as well as Ebron. Um, although Ebron's not on the list here. Um, I'm looking at Javi's team, George Kittle. Allen Robinson is probably out. This makes it really, really close. It makes it really, really close. And I think Javi actually does gain the advantage with having David Johnson out because you're going to take away a, a 32 points, basically. from. Uh, and when I say 32 points, I'm not saying score 32 points. I'm just saying like that's what David Johnson is worth in terms of value, like 32 on this scale of 1 to 50. So that's a big chunk. And Javi's losing Allen Robinson, who is only worth four. So Javi would actually be projected to win. He's up 20 to nothing right now, thanks to a big game from George Kittle. I'm not looking at that at all, but it still would have predicted Javi to win. So that's pretty interesting. Then we have Jason Noah versus Justin. Justin... Um, having Alshon Jeffrey on by and that's it so when we look at Justin's team Alshon Jeffrey is a is no joke like that's a big chunk that's 17 points so that does bump him down quite a bit but Jason doesn't have his best player Zach Ertz which just completely annihilates his team as well as Leonard Fournette uh, not being able to play as well so this definitely favors Justin by uh, a substantial amount, and he is favored to win 134 to 111. So these are matching up pretty nicely with Yahoo's predictions. Let's see this other one. Does 
Casey have a shot this week? Um, short answer, probably not. <laughs> Especially when Joe Mixon's on a bye, who is Casey's second best player. So that's going to bump him down below. Uh, he's going to in like the 50s. And Ernie's all, uh, above 200 with nobody on bye. So that's like a guaranteed win for Ernie. <laughs> okay, so uh, your winners this week will be Richard. They will be Ernie, they will be myself, they will be Javi, and they will be Justin. That leaves Charles, uh, Fat, Dean, Casey, and uh, Noah as losers this week. So let's see. Right now, this prediction system is 3-2. and two. I could see this easily being 5-0 and oh in predictions this week. It's pretty obvious, some of these games. Just because of the bye weeks. They make things so difficult for everybody. But anyway, that's going to probably do it for me. Um, you know what? Jason and Richard, you guys are assholes. And I hate you guys. And you, you, you received really bad karma for those comments during my podcast. So you will lose this week. Jason, I was going to take it easy on you. Um, I'm not going to go easy on you anymore. You will be demolished by me. And you will wish that Satan himself was the one in your bedroom at night instead of the dreams that I will haunt you with. The things I'm saying now do not make any sense. I am ready for bed. It's Friday almost. I'm very excited. Um, we will uh, We'll see you next week. Peace out. I'm supposed to say something witty and charming and funny right now. Oh, yeah. The Dodgers got killed.